episode 51 of the Press Pass podcast presented by the Press Republican with Editor-in-Chief Joe Templio, Night Editor Ben Rowe. I am Sports Editor Joey LaFranca, and we have a lot to talk about. And first of all, I just wanted to say today's podcast, in terms of what it's fueling me, is brought to you by a calzone. A delightful calzone with pepperoni, onions, and green peppers. And I have to tell you, I've made it a monthly thing now. I only get one one a month for calzones, but man, did that hit the spot today. Good choice. If there's a rough night, you're going to give in to a second, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's like a really rough night, I might <laughs> and, have to give in to a second. It's Good Friday food. It is Good Friday. That's exactly what, you know, we're wearing our Hawaiian shirts. Yes, we are. And it's just, it's I don't know, it's just a really good, really good vibes day. But I can't go any further without saying, Joe, how are you? Joey Betts, doing good. Ben, how are you? I'm rocking the, the golf vibe versus the... <laughs> yeah, Ben's just strolling in with like shirt. all... Ben's just strolling in with all black. Yeah. I like it. The man in black. You're like you got like a skateboard vibe going does, on a little bit. Does Johnny yes. know who the man in black is? Men in black? Man in black. No. Johnny Cash. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't really I didn't I had I, I mean I know Johnny Cash. I did not know that's what it is. Well, it's so hot today. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, it so the Hawaiian shirt is apropos. Oh, abs- absolutely. Black clothing is not. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, Ben's just gonna soak in the sun. Apparently, he's yeah. like my. He's like my. He's like my black cat. Just loves to like sit in the window and just bake. It is nice that way. Yeah, that's I, I I don't know I don't know how you I don't know why people would wear black when it's hot like that. But you're inside, so you're good. Yes, it's nice and nice and cool in here. But but speaking of food, yes, I need to start with a controversial thing. Oh, we're okay before we go yes. into other important controversy. Stuff. The PR poll this week. Yeah. See if you guys can guess what the winning choice was. Which is the better county fair snack, cotton candy or fried dough? Oh, fried dough by far. I think people are going to actually probably say cotton candy. Interesting. That's what I thought, but actually, no. fried dough, eighty-seven point. I would, I would pick fried dough. I thought for some reason people would cotton maybe candy, cotton twelve candy. point. I was surprised. I thought cotton candy too. I'm oh, not no, a fried fr- dough fan. Fried dough is. Oh, I mean, you want to talk about deliciousness? You can do. The thing is, once a year at the fair, you gotta do it. Yeah, and you can do a lot of things with it. You can put a lot of different things on it. Now, granted, you can have a lot of different flavors of cotton candy <laughs> as well. But you can. There's. It's a multi. It's a multiverse thing. That reminds me of a story I read. Yeah? You know Golden Corral? Yeah, of yep. course. When they have the chocolate John coffee. Coyer's favorite restaurant. <laughs> I bet it is. There, I was reading where this one big guy went to Golden Corral, piled his plate with fried chicken, and went over to the chocolate fountain and <laughs> put the plate under the chocolate fountain. No. Completely covered with fried chicken. <laughs> Innovator. That ate the entire plate. <laughs> I mean, in, in in technical terms, everything goes in the same direction. Everything ends that's up in true. the stomach, but the taste—that that's an interesting—that's uh, an interesting decision on his part. Yeah, I don't. Well, know. I, was, you were, I was made me think when you said, "Oh, you can do a lot of things with fried dough." <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can do a lot of things with fried chicken Actually, too. You can cover fried dough and chocolate. That. Might <laughs> oh, fried dough and chocolate. Now we're talking. Uh-huh. You now, if you cover fried dough and chocolate, would you pick that over cotton candy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> See, there we go. We also, found. Technically, I don't think you can even cover cotton candy and chocolate. I think no, it would, it would probably just like melt and become. Well, they could probably figure out. Become a, way. a weird paste. But cotton candy is so much fun. It's fun to feel. It's fun to tear it apart when you're eating if you feel like you've eaten like a glue stick because your hands are all sticky yes, that's and your true. lips are all sticky. That's <laughs> true. And it is you need like a wet nap afterwards. Yes. Yes. But we're burying the lead a little bit. Big stuff out of Albany this week. 
<laughs> yes, uh, unfortunately, um, or fortunately, however you look at it, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo has decided to resign from office. On Tuesday, he made the announcement. Uh, it would be effective 14 days from then. Um, he, uh, it's funny, a lot of people say that his apology wasn't really an apology. No. And he is saying that uh, an impeachment process and haggle over that would just be too distracting for government, and he wouldn't want to do that to the state. Which is, that is such an interesting way to <laughs> apologize for something, is the fact that, yeah. you know what, fine, it's too much of a hassle, <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people said it was a non-apology apology, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, you can make that case, for and sure. And the other thing is the fact that he gave himself a, a, time, ten, a time frame, too. Very like, unusual. I mean, <laughs> you know, um, I'm, I'm leaving in disgrace, but I'll, not for two weeks. <laughs> now, uh, remind me... Nixon, you know, I'm uh, resigning the uh, president, the office of the president. He, he walked out of the helicopter. Did he get two weeks afterwards? No, nope. he said he did it on, um, it was during the middle of the week. I forget what day it was, but he did it at night. It was effective noon the next day. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he was gone. So there's no rule that says you have to wait two weeks to. No, you ripped the band aid off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of a little weird to like just be hanging around for two weeks. Maybe in a way, this is a, a way to kind of like help. Um, the transition aspect that's of it. That's what he's claiming, but... <laughs> I mean, that's the that's a logical... Why like, would you want his fingerprints on anything? Um, Ow, at this point? Yeah, yes, and, I, why, I and why should he get two more weeks of salary from us taxpayers? That's true, too. Uh, and no, that's a valid point as well. Uh, what I was thinking is that if, um, if something catastrophic were to happen, heaven forbid, in the next two weeks, he would have to deal with it. You know, technically, like. yeah, and and as a lame duck, a real lame duck, uh, would you want that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it, there's a lot, a lot to this that people aren't happy. And today's news that the assembly is not going to go forward with the impeachment process mm-hmm. um, has torqued a lot of people. Yeah, and I and I don't. I I saw that news today, and I wasn't really sure why they still wouldn't go forward with it, unless maybe that was some type of agreement he came to, like, hey, okay, like I'll I'll step away, but you know you can't do this impeachment thing, and maybe that was nah, incentive. He shouldn't have had that bargaining chip. It's kind of like the thing with Manfred and the Astros, you know. Well, you tell us the truth, and then we won't punish you. That type of thing. Yeah. A bar- an old an old bargaining chip that no, makes a it, lot of people it, upset. It doesn't look good. I mean, it, it, he's okay. You want to stay for two more weeks? Fine. We can convene tomorrow and bam, you're impeached. Um, yeah. They could do that. Yeah. It is um, It is a little odd, to say the least. Yep. Yeah, yeah. um, for the most part, local reaction has been that it was, you know, quote unquote, the right move to step down and yes. didn't drag us through a fight that kind of thing a lot of people are glad he he, he's he's leaving some people might say he was there longer than Mm. some might have thought he should be yeah to begin with well you know um this me too movement obviously it's a serious thing Mm -hmm. um these women uh came forward um they all seemed very credible I i think everybody agrees with that and um, his behavior is just, you know, it, it, it can't happen. No. Um, and plus, we've been hearing for years about the bullying, because that was part of it as well. Sure, absolutely. Um, I, you talk to local government people, and the number of times they have been called up by Cuomo people from Albany and, and been screamed at mm-hmm. um, happens all the time. 
Um, that's no way to lead. You don't lead through fear and intimidation. No. That's never a good thing. No, not not at all. Creates enemies. With with that in mind, though, uh, you know, we're going to have a little bit of a fresh start here as far as, you know, politics go in New York State to a certain extent. I, I don't know if you want, I don't know if that's the right way to word it, but with Cuomo out, new blood in to a certain extent, where do you think we are headed, Joe? It's very interesting. Kathy Hochul will be the first woman to be governor in New York State history, mm-hmm. which is uh, a good thing. Um, she's from the Buffalo area. Uh, Western New York. Um, I don't think we've had a governor from that part of the state in probably more than a century, mm. or maybe so. Um, so brings a different look, a different perspective. Um, she, as lieutenant governor, has actually traveled around the state mm-hmm. quite a bit, a lot more than uh, Andrew did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she it has a. A great chance to be a fresh look, mm-hmm. uh, maybe see things from different perspectives, and um, give her a crack. Yeah. See what happens. Ben, you had the opportunity to design the the big, you know, Cuomo resigns page on Tuesday night for Wednesday's edition. You know, what was that experience kind of like? I mean, we knew there was a possibility, but to actually kind of put it into into InDesign as we like to, you know, that's our software that we use to design pages. But when you actually put everything together, what was that like? Well, is that, you know, you never, you never like bad news <laughs> or, you know, disruptive news like sure. that. But on the other hand, as we've talked about, I think even on this show before, is that there's still nothing quite like when you when you watch a movie and something big happens in the movie, they cut to a montage where somebody slaps a newspaper in the doorstop and it says, "Big news and big bold." Or the paper spins. And the paper yes. spins. Yeah, yes. yeah. And even in the day and age of cell phones <clears throat> and that kind of thing, seeing walking. One of my favorite things is to walk into like a Stewart's or a, a shop and you see all the newspapers and they all have their variation of the big news and it's like, it makes it feel important. Yeah. And so that's why I like um, designing papers. That's like you can picture somebody, even if they're just casual glinting, they can look at your paper and be like, oh, I understand. Wow, this is this is happening. This is big. And it's a historical record. Mm. Yeah. And my mom, actually, she has a box um, under her bed that she keeps um, of, like, old newspapers of the man walks on the moon and, you know, and all the big news, 9-11 and that kind of thing. And um, I think Joe mentioned that you hold on to... Yeah, well, you had the Nixon resigns. I had the Nixon resigns uh, banner headline when mm-hmm. I was a kid. I kept that forever. Oh wow! I think um, a couple, maybe like Princess Diana. I think she had a couple of those and old things. And again, it's the fact that there's something different about just googling it versus pulling out a paper and being like, "Wow, this physically happened." Yeah. And so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But um, what was I gonna say? Is that my question for Joe? Is that um, Hochul said yesterday that she was looking to run in 2022. Yes. Um, Democrats have held a strong blue grip on the state for quite some time now. Um, what do you think with all the shakeup, the chances are that we get a Republican governor? I think the chances are still, the odds are still long. Um, it's just the numbers in this state are just so overwhelmingly favor Democrats in terms of voter registration. It uh, would be really hard for a Republican, and and you'd have to be a real crackerjack candidate, um, high profile, a lot of money, um, yeah, yeah, and, for sure. You know, good platform. 
Um, has one emerged yet? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Time will tell. Um, but I think it is the Democrats' seat to hang on to. Mm. Um, but, you know, stranger things have happened. When, when George Pataki beat uh, Andrew's father, Mario, in 1994, when Mario was trying for that unprecedented fourth term, um, that came out of the blue. Nobody thought a Republican from Poughkeepsie was going to beat Mario. <laughs> but, you know, people get, voters get tired of people sometimes. There is that fatigue factor yeah. that I think can set in, I think. And, so. and um, you know, now that Andrew's gone, it, it'll, it, it's kind of wide open. It'll be interesting. Yeah, right. I, I, think, I think what is the interesting draw or appeal, I, sh- I guess I should say, is will people want to see what Hochul can do? Uh, you know, in an actual term rather than, you know, almost in what her role is now is almost like kind of damage control. Mm-hmm. Um, Would well, they want to see her actually in action on her own terms, for lack of better words? and Or will they want to just completely kind of like take away the linkage to Cuomo and see something fresh? Yeah, the good thing about that for her is she doesn't really have a lot of linkage to Cuomo. Yeah. Um, they, um, uh, she did her thing. Um, was pretty much uh, separate from him. Uh, I mean, Smart move by her. Yeah, well, or he he wouldn't, you know, he's the show. Well, mm-hmm. that's, why, that's what the AP said. It's the fact that he, I forget how they worded it, they had a clever way of saying either by being distant or distancing them is that, yeah, that he hogged the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the lieutenant governor was an afterthought, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. Um, the first hundred days she's in office will be the key. You know, it'll be a, a telltale sign of, you know, what she, what is she going to be like? Where is she going to go? So Because like Joy was saying, is that will she forever have the brand of just being the Cuomo replacement? <laughs> yes. Ex- that she's coming exactly. in. Under. Yeah, she's, well, she's got 100 days to establish herself. Yeah. And yeah. then is that we've, um, we have talked to a couple of the, um, the GOP challengers. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Lee Zeldin? Lee Zeldin is one. Yep. We had him a couple of weeks ago that we talked to. Yep. And then I think this weekend we're looking to um, feature, I can't recall his name off the top of my head. Sheriff Carpinelli. Yes. I forget his first name. I think it's Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Herkimer County? Or one of those? Uh, Lewis County. Lewis County, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's running as a Republican as well. Mm-hmm. We will have a story in that paper about him, I think it's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Well, to move on from politics, now I don't, I don't know how to lead this in. Should I say, are we, are we sleeping? Is, is, are we sleeping with the fishes? Do I have that wrong? You know, is, if, I heard fish come up in conversation. You know, what, <laughs> uh, what's no, no, the, no, no. Different kind of fish. That was a good try. Oh, okay, okay. It's, we're not, it's, we're not, <laughs> not about the Godfather movie? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, no. okay. So tell, tell, me, tell me more. Tomorrow. See, I'm not as good at these transitions as Ben is. <laughs> yes. Tomorrow <laughs> is the, will do, this weekend will be the 25th year anniversary of the massive fish concert out at the oh, former, oh, okay, former okay, Plattsburgh okay. Air Force Base. So not Godfather movie related. No. no. Okay. <laughs> I gave it a shot. <laughs> the, the band Fish, P. H I S H. Okay, not even the same spelling. <coughs> no, the Vermont bass band. Yes. Um, which pretty much in 1996, it was a year after Jerry Garcia of the Grateful Dead had died mm-hmm. and pretty much ended their 
Grateful Dead for for most purposes. Namesake of the delicious <coughs> Cherry Garcia Ben and Jerry's. Yes. Never so, had. Never had. Grateful Dead fans, Deadheads, needed another band to follow. So Fish became the natural choice because they're very similar. And uh, they decided, the band had decided to have a big three-day outdoor concert. Um, and Plattsburgh Air Force Base was chosen as the venue. Mm-hmm. Um, they named it the Clifford Ball. And it was um, this weekend, 25 years ago, and about 100,000 people or so showed up. And it's, they cra- were, it's crazy to think about. It, 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 I was there. I was obviously there working, covering it. Um, it was, they had camping. They had tent sites <laughs> on, the, on the grassy area. Yeah. Uh, they had parking on the runway. They had a huge stage set up. Um, for the for the music, uh, they had gazillion porta potties. <laughs> um, they didn't have showers, but they had washing stations, washing stations, big water tanks for drinking water. Okay. Um, misting stations because it was hot. I'm so sure. Go get in especially on the down. runway. Yeah. They had concessions. They had first aid. They had. Um, it was really a small city. Um, yeah. And it had about a hundred thousand people there for three days. And it went, it went well. It went really good. You know, everybody was happy and peace-loving and cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm and sure. I'm sure. I remember th- there was people from all over the country, all over the world. Yeah. Uh, they should, there was a ton of people from California. Mm-hmm. Uh, they drove across country to come to this thing. And it was like a little community. Because um, I spent a lot of time walking around the campsites. And people would set up little... Uh, things in front of their tents and sell stuff. Uh, this one guy had a little uh, sterno stove. He was making <laughs> grilled cheese sandwiches, yeah. selling them for two bucks. Mm. And another guy was walking around with a six pack of Sierra Nevada beer. <laughs> he was selling them. I said, How much? He goes, Two bucks. Two bucks. So I think everything was two bucks. <laughs> everything was just two bucks. Hey, grilled cheese and a beer for, you know, four bucks? That's yeah. Not, that's not a bad deal. Yeah. So um didn't exactly look clean, but... Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't really picture Sterno being the greatest way to cook a grilled cheese, but, you know, <laughs> hey, whatever works. Yeah. Um, and there was tons of tie-dye t-shirts for sale. I can and, imagine. And stuff like that. And people were well-behaved. Every once in a while, you, you'd smell a funny smoky smell. Um, Maybe a little bit like skunk or something? Something like oh, that. Okay, yeah. Um, but no, it was, um, it was and by all means, I, you know, I, we worked, uh, the whole staff covered it, and we did live tabs each mm-hmm. day of the concert, um, which was really cool. But I would get out there at like 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, and I'd stay till about seven or eight at night, mm-hmm. right when the music started. So I never saw any of the music. Why did you do that? <laughs> I came back to file. Oh, you didn't file there? Yeah, no. Okay. No, Joey. No. There was no cell phones. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Robin was telling me that she worked there and she would sit backstage and file stuff. That's why I asked. She might have had one of maybe two laptops we had okay the see that's what even, that's why i don't why, even know if they were laptops that's why i asked because she because she was telling me a story about how she would sit she literally sat backstage and would file stuff uh yes that's possible and i i do remember we had our first cell phone mm. um and i carried that around with me it had a bag 
that you carried over your shoulder yeah. with a battery in it. So you had like a satchel. Yeah. You were like, Indi- exactly. you were like the Indiana Jones of reporters. That's what it was. I had to pull the phone out of the bag. <laughs> um, there was no texting. Yeah. Uh, none of that. Um, It'd be great to text out those people, people, people. So, yeah, I would have to come back and file. Okay. Um, and after being out there all day, I was... You know, I wasn't going to stay. You must have been like, you must have been dehydrated too by that point. You must have had to like just have a water or something. That's yeah. That, I mean, it sounds from what Robin was telling me, Robin Cadell, who's she, how many stories has she actually written about this? She told me like six or something like that. She's got yeah. six different stories. We'll have, oh, for this weekend. Yeah. We will have an extensive yes. package yeah. in tomorrow's paper. But she was telling me that like that whole weekend it was very hot. It was. Yeah. It was, um, and and you know there were people selling water for eight dollars a bottle, <laughs> things like that. You know it happens. Yeah. Um, hey, when, but, there, when, um, when there's demand, you can jack up the prices. Yeah, I guess. And bags of ice for twenty five dollars. That's uh, that's a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, then I was pulling up, um, which I'm assuming Joe's seen it, but I don't know if Joey's seen it. The photo of. Um, Oh the, wow! The no, stage and all the people. Are that's right un- on that's it. unbelievable. Yeah, no, yeah. what Ben is showing me is literally a just a sea of people at the Plattsburgh Air Force Base runway with the stage and oh wow! That, I mean, there's just hundreds of thousands of people in that photo. As as was written in one of the articles, it's easily one of the biggest events in the in the North Country yeah, and ever. <laughs> how um, how was that photo taken? That's what I was wondering. Maybe up on a, like a Joe fire truck remember? or something, or what's there like um what you might call scaffolding the one? No, I think. Do you guys have a drone? No, he, <laughs> might, he might have rented. A, they might have gotten a plane ride. Oh okay. okay. Uh, at the at the time. Man, how times have changed. You have to rent a plane to get an aerial <laughs> shot. Yeah. Now you can just go up with a drone. Yeah. And actually, in googling that, I came across this article in the Tennessean that talked about how. Fish without fish, Bonnaroo might not exist. Bonnaroo being a very big music festival nowadays, and they credit the Clifford Ball Clifford of Fish Ball. for yeah. coming up with that. But then I also saw the the lead um, guy for Fish, uh, Trey Anastasio, yeah. is that he's also got a more modern interview in here, which I like the headline for that. Fish frontman on Bonnaroo plans and talking Cardi B. So <laughs> <laughs> the, the Times have... Hey, Fish is still around, and they're still, I was looking it up, they've been putting out albums consistently since yep. those days. Yeah. So, um, As, um, well, is that, as um, Gary Peacock, Peacock was saying, is that, you know, they're definitely an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, a lot of the Grateful Dead fans jumped over to them. And it's the same, same type, uh, same group. It is a very eclectic yeah, type it's, of in, in my sound. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, they have a. I listened to a couple on Spotify last night. They have a lot of sounds, actually. It's heck, they've been around for forty years now, or something like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of Grateful Dead hippie music in a lot of ways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, chill out, jam. Yeah, you know. it is. It is. Yeah, it's like a, a relaxing. Yeah, very chill type of type of vibe. That's what we need more of. That we need, mm-hmm. yeah. we need more of. That. I mean, the concert was, was went really well. It was it was it did uh, give the e- local economy a nice shot in the arm, especially after the base closure. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and there was a clamor afterwards for let's do it again. Let's sure. have, let's make it a concert venue. But the powers that be that were in charge of redeveloping the airbase property didn't want that. Said no, we got to focus on aviation um, and get yeah. an airport here. And 
you know, make aviation our strength, which would was was the right move. Long t- yes, mm-hmm. because uh, you can have like one event or two events, like a, like a couple big events. It's well, first of all, it's very hard to duplicate the picture yeah. that I just saw. Mm-hmm. But more so, you need something with longevity. That you know, having a couple concerts, yeah, that isn't, isn't longevity. No, and, and then after the concert, um, the flight line was a mess. Obviously, you have that many people. Um, oh yes, I so can, I, I can I remember imagine. there was a ton of. Um, you know, returnable cans and bottles mm-hmm. just everywhere. And uh, I think there was a local group, I think I think it might have been the United Way, um, that was had designs on going out and picking them up um, as, a, as a fundraiser. Sure. Um, and I think somebody got on the radio and said, hey, there's a bunch of bottles and cans at the fish concert. Come on out and get them. <laughs> And everybody showed up with oh, these big oh, trucks. Uh, yeah. And all the bottles of candy. Yeah, you get like a week's pay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From all I mean, that. There was like box trucks. People pulled up no box kidding. trucks and just loaded up. <laughs> wow. And uh, off they went. That's that's like, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, Black Friday type of shopping yeah. type of thing, but just with bottles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's pro- wild. The problem was, though, after everything was said and done and cleaned up, there were still bazillion uh, bottle caps and pull taps mm. on the runway, which are really bad for oh, jet engines. Sure, yeah, they get sucked up in there. That can uh, cause all kinds of problems. Yeah, so they had to the the Plattsburgh Air Base Redevelopment Corp staff had to go out there and painstakingly pick up, pick up every little bottle cap. Yeah, and the cracks of the runway. And that they stinks. said, "This we can't do this. Yeah. We, this is, we have to market this and, as an air air facility, yeah. and we got to keep it clean." And that that gets back to like the feasibility yeah. of doing something like that. And you don't, I, I wouldn't have even thought about something like that. Yeah, to but think it's not beyond the realm of possibility that somewhere out there there's still a pull tab from the Clifford oh. Ball just hanging around in the grass somewhere. It's probably <laughs> embedded since they've yeah, like redone so. the runway and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fossilized. But yeah. speaking of older things, you know what's an old thing? What's that? Field of Dreams. That is right. Oh, yeah. The Field of Dreams. What a cool uh, baseball. Wait, yeah. What, what year did that come out, Joe? 89? Joey? I thought it was 83. No. 88 or 89? Field of Dreams. Ni- no, 91? I- 91, I think. 89. Very good. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, very cool moment for Major League Baseball last night. I mean, and a great game to go to boot, but... The Yankees and the White Sox played in what Dyersville, Iowa, yes. and uh, in front of about eight thousand people, plus I'm sure a couple more people who just you know happened to be around the cornfields and yeah. uh, relive the you know kind of that I don't know that sentimental feel of when uh, the field where literally where the Field of Dreams was was uh, filmed, and um, Major League Baseball made a field literally in the middle of a cornfield. And uh, it was, I mean, you want to talk about a cool throwback of Kevin Costner walking out uh, from the corn stocks and then the, the Yankees and White Sox walking out uh, for introductions and just, uh, you know, you got the throwback uniforms and just such a cool game. Um, it, was, it was an unbelievable experience. I hope, I hope people who weren't even baseball fans, you know, and maybe not even like a sport fan, uh, kind of check that out a little bit because I mean, that was that was a really really cool moment and and the game itself was it turned I mean for classic, for me classic. for me as a Yankees fan t- 
terrible ending. Terrible ending. I, I mean, if you know, it's, it's like it's like how I would describe the ending of The Sopranos. Terrible ending. You know, but I mean, in terms of the product itself, great, great product. I will say is that I was watching the game out of the corner of my eye through Joey's TV over in the sports section, and hearing him react to, oh my God, they're pulling ahead and they're pulling behind. Number one, as you said, it was a pretty good baseball game in general. Sure. Oh yeah. Um, and it, no matter where it was held, but then I was also. Then going on Twitter afterward, I agree that, like, everyone liked it. It's yeah. Like, it was like, everyone was like, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was well done. I like the story um, that one of the sideline reporters, it wasn't Verducci, it was the other guy. Rosenthal? Yes. Yeah. I think he did it about how a couple days ago there was a storm. Yeah, as they like to call it, a goalie washer out there. Yeah, and it knocked off a bunch of ears of corn in the... <sighs> Perfect setting. Yeah. And they put, they sent people out there and picked up the ears of corn and zip tied them back onto the stocks. <laughs> so it would look, you know. Yes. Yeah. That was amazing. There was just some really cool stuff, funny stuff from the game, too. I mean, one of the guys on the White Sox, I think it was Dylan Cease. He, he and one of his teammates were out in the corn stalks and they like grabbed like a couple ears of corn and uh, I think it was Dylan Cece, he like ate one and it's not the type of corn you're really no, supposed to it eat. it was the pitching coat. Yes. Ethan oh, Katz. Oh, okay. And he like ate it and then he like spit it out. He's yeah. like, what is this? It's feed corn. Yeah, it's not. It's, a- for, cow- <laughs> it's for cows, yes. right? Yeah, yes. that's, yes. What I, that's what I thought. That's that's nasty. I can only imagine what that actually tasted like. Um, and it's not even like it's boiled or cooked or anything. No. So that's, I mean, it's, it's a, it was the worst. I mean, raw. God. Yeah, that's not good. Um, but such a cool moment. You know, I, I really enjoyed that. I hope they make that a uh, a regular thing. You know, maybe once a year, maybe twice or three times a year, and you could have a bunch of different teams do it. I could see my my prediction. If I had to guess that they do it again, I could see the Cubs and the Red Sox being the next two Ooh. teams to play there. Um, something along those lines, because I know they were supposed to when they did the London series a couple of years ago with the Yankees and the Red Sox. The following year, before COVID decided to rear its ugly head, it was supposed to be the Cardinals and the Cubs. So I could see, you know, things like that. I mean, feasibility-wise, it's a lot easier to keep the teams in the States rather than, you know, go to London um, to play games. But definitely a crazy game all the way through. Uniforms are really cool. I I definitely would like to maybe consider getting one of those Yankees uniforms. Mm -hmm. Um, I like how just, like, basic they are. I, I think that's really cool. And uh, yeah, awesome, awesome game, right, right to the end. It had, it had the vibes of a playoff game. Yeah. In yeah. what was just a very, in in actual terms, a very small setting. Yeah, no, it was cool. Um, baseball did that, and they had the London things. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, hockey has the outdoor games. Yes. NFL goes to London. Sure. Um, the NBA. NBA has had some interest. They, you know, they've done some stuff. They, I remember a while back, the the Nets and the Raptors actually played in London, I believe. Um, and then there were supposed to be some games in China. Yes. But then, because of some interesting stuff, you know, some tension between the United States and China, as well as actually just within the NBA in China. Oh yeah. yeah. Those games haven't really been taking place. They like to do some games in Mexico sometimes, um, but nothing to the extent, I would say, of, you know, really becoming like a... The NBA has national pull already, 
um, but they don't necessarily have games go, you know, into those type of settings as much. But regardless, I think it's very, I think, I think it's very yeah, cool. Yeah, anything that a sport can do to mm, um, enhance it and liven it up and bring in new audiences, what I the, think it's a really cool thing. What the NHL did this past year with the Lake Tahoe game, that was very cool. I think that's one of the coolest things that the NHL has been able to pull off. Yeah. And for, for me, from a standpoint of just, you know, being a Yankees fan and whatnot, when they had the, you know, the various stadium series, when they actually had hockey games at Yankee Stadium, I thought that was pretty cool as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, just an awesome, really cool moment. Um, and while we're talking about sports, I just wanted to mention on a local side of things, um, big, you know, uh, game this weekend for the Plattsburgh North Stars, their first home game at Beekmantown, not at Bailey Avenue, which I mentioned last week a little bit. Um, they will be playing Glens Falls in the Mayor's Cup game. Um, Plattsburgh has the Mayor's Cup at the moment, but Plattsburgh and Glens Falls, pretty big rivalry right there. So that game's at 7 tomorrow. Um, and I believe, yeah, that's the, it'll be the first of three consecutive home games for Plattsburgh at Beekman Town. So that's pretty much what's going on for local sports. And um, as far as high school sports starting up, not too long away, not too long away. Practices start for most teams on the 23rd. And then from there, we'll start to see soccer tournaments and football games and cross country and gymnastics and volleyball all be starting up soon. So definitely, uh, every, you know, we're talking about national sports, but local sports, you know, there's some stuff going on and there's other stuff right around the corner. And also shout out to the fourth ward Cardinals CVBL champions once again. And I got to experience the big ball diamond in Lion Mountain yes. for the first time. <laughs> that, that's like kind of like Pic- picturesque. That, that's kind of like North Country Field of Dreams right there. Yeah, yep. it is. It is pretty. It is pretty cool. Very big field. Mm-hmm. Very big field. If they put corn out there, that would actually be a pretty cool. <laughs> well, you have the mountain. Yeah, exactly. With the mine shaft. It would. Yeah, which is the whole Lion Mountain like vibe with the mine shaft. It's very cool. Yeah, but it's it also is. kind of got that ghost town feel because mm-hmm. it kind of is to a certain extent. Which but, is even cooler, you know, because it's you know it's not like a mine town anymore. <laughs> no, um, no, but you know, obviously, memories of yesteryear. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, that's what's going on with local sports, and that's what's going on with local news. And I don't know. I think we hit yes, upon everything we want to hit upon, as right? As far as local high school sports, knock on wood that they have a safe and full season. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, no doubt about it. And I mean. As far as all of that goes... Yeah, I guess that's one last thing to touch on is the fact that we're... Yeah. We're orange. Yes. Right? We're um, orange again? Are we? And the Clinton County is not yet. No, I Clinton County is Franklin, yellow, I think. Franklin, and then Franklin and Essex, Essex are orange, yes. yes. Okay. okay. And as, as, as you were saying, Joe, and man, imagine or remember the times before the U.S. was even familiar with... All right, we're yellow, we're orange, we're red, back in the wake of 9-11. Terror. Uh, yes. Alert. And everyone's like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But is that we know what these ones mean, and is that, yes, that it means that the spread is spreading quicker, and um, that, yeah, that more precautions need to be taken. So, as we said before on the show, um, just be smart about it. You know, know where you're going, plan ahead, and mm-hmm. use the proper precautions. I, I do have to say, everything with the Delta variant, it's just something that needs to, you know, and it could be, you know, as we've read about and heard about, you know, the other variants eventually. Like, we were, we were to expect this, but definitely just take the right precautions. Just know COVID is still out there. 
I mean, we've been living through this, unfortunately, for, you know, a year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So We should know how to do it by now. Yeah, <laughs> with all that all in mind, just do the little things. That's I, a good I, way to put it, Ben, bro. I, I, I go back to when all this first started. I remember writing a, an editorial just about how it was important to wash your hands, you know, do the little things, you know, have good hygiene, you know, think about maybe not making trips too far away for a little bit, depending on where you're going. Just do all those things. And obviously, mask wearing is a huge debate. Um, but whatever you're, whatever you're comfortable with, that's what we, we can't tell somebody to wear a mask. You know, we have to go by what the mask mandates are. But at the same time, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Just do whatever. Do what makes you feel comfortable, but be smart about it, too. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and be respectful to others. I think that's the main thing. Is be, res- be respectful to others, and I think that makes a lot of other things go over a lot easier. It's a message from the Press Pass podcast. <laughs> be respectful to other people. Yeah, just in general, <laughs> respect is a nice thing. Aretha yes. Franklin, shout out. Yes, and we'll, you know, whatever the restrictions or guidelines um, are, um, we, you know, we'll see what, what happens with the. CDC and the local health departments and the state health departments. Um, and yes, and we could wind up with mask mandates again, mm, like yes. we did before. Yeah, um, which you know, would not surprise me. And yes, and reporter Kara Chapman is staying firmly right on top of all the updates. So yes, we will let you know. Yeah, but to, not to end on not to end on a somber note, but that is kind of important to uh, to put out mm-hmm. there. But anyways, you can listen to this podcast on PressRepublican.com, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. You can also find it on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram pages. And before we wrap up, just wanted to say shout out to whoever did fireworks last night in Plattsburgh. That was kind of cool to have a nice little like random Thursday night showing of yes. fireworks. Yes. Um, I was able to get out and you know try and you know get some photos. Uh, my best photo ended up being of the moon, but well, that's that's fine. <laughs> uh, but that was kind of cool. Whoever uh, did like that private showing for fireworks, it lasted for about ten minutes. That was kind of cool. So shout out to whoever was involved with that, and obviously shout out to the people, you know, fire department and whoever else was involved in you know making sure everything went off safely. Um, All so, right. Well, that's what I thought. It's just a wrap up the mysteries that it was moldrite plastics that I actually put on the oh um, cool oh really a small fire shout out to moldrite plastics yes, a private show yep nice yeah that's really cool that's really cool so yeah that went that one really that went really well last night I think a lot of people enjoyed it I went um, over by I care for the Adirondacks and that's where I took my photos from just from kind of that beach area um, but on my way driving to over that over to that spot I did see a lot of people just all over kind of downtown mm-hmm. a little bit um and definitely i think a lot of people took them in and enjoyed it and i don't know i think it's just kind of cool like you know we talk about you know having various things happen you know the fish concert you know way back when we're talking just a little fireworks show but it's fun to have stuff like that especially during the summer good summer vibes right there good summer vibes people like it but joe as you have good summer vibes with your hawaiian shirt why don't you sign us off yes thanks everybody once again for your support and for listening and we wish everybody a weekside health